I am Tova Cito. I believe our lives should be happy, healthy, and abundant. And I believe it's our job to get us there. Every week, I will have inspiring, educational, and fun conversations that will help you live your very best life. Welcome to The Remedy. Well, hello, and welcome to the very next episode of The Remedy with Tobacito. We are so happy that you are listening today. Um, Thank you, thank you, thank you. Kevin sent me great news this week that out of over 500,000 podcasts that are published on um, iTunes, our podcast is ranked number 1190. Very exciting. It is so exciting. So um, thank you all so much for listening. We're in a brand new studio today. Yeah, so forgive any uh, minor technical issues you may experience because we're... uh it's Kevin's fault. Exactly. <laughs> breaking in a new spot here. I'm recording number two, correct? That is correct. You are the very first recording in this room. In this room, your yep. official room. Yep. So it's a great new space. Um, we're happy to be here. Um, want to thank the sponsor of today's episode, Amber George. You are the best. So thank you, thank you, thank you for making a very generous donation and making today possible. Kevin lives to see another week. Thank you very much. So exciting. Now oh. we can buy some uh, some acoustic paneling in here because it's a little <laughs> echoey, but we'll, we'll fix that. That's all right. They'll just hear everything we have to say <laughs> a little bit longer. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I'm really excited about who I have in the studio today. I have a guy named Josh Lewis who I met uh, a few months ago. I met you through a mutual friend, your girlfriend, mm-hmm. Meg, who's fabulous right, and right. beautiful. <laughs> she is, yeah. She yeah, is. Very she beautiful. is. She's very beautiful <laughs> inside and out. And um, so we met, and I've spoken with you briefly, very, very briefly, about um, what you do. And I'm super interested in it. Um, I'm super interested in it because, well, I asked you to do this because I don't know anything about what we're talking about today. Um, and yet I think it's a really important thing to talk about. I've learned a lot from you, from Megan, just how much of a need there is for what you do, how busy you are. Mm-hmm. Sure, <laughs> sure. Um, and so uh, let's just back up a little bit and talk about what you do, how you do it, where you do it, um, and what made you get interested in it. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I'm definitely Uh, excited to be here uh, with you on the show. And um, yeah, one of the things that we're going to be talking about is uh, more centered around kind of overall uh, men's health. Yeah. Um, You know, we have a couple different things that we do. My father, uh, Dr. Jerry Lewis, he's been a pain management physician uh, in the uh, the DFW area for the last 19 years Mm -hmm. uh, here out of the same office off of uh, Warren and the Tollway over in Frisco. And then we have a couple offices that we've opened up. So, uh, there's a lot of things that we do, you know, he, he's, uh, he's been a pain management specialist for the last 19 years, but then, mm-hmm. you know, through that, uh, when, with the topic of men's health, for example, uh, we actually kind of got into that because there's a big correlation between, uh, long-term opiate usage and, uh, and men's health with 
specifically erectile dysfunction. So, so I'm, I'll interrupt you sure, because sure. I don't know a lot of those words, and if I don't know them, that means a lot of people who are listening don't <laughs> sure, know them either. Sure. So what's op- op- so what opiate usage, so basically... How do, how do you, what's this word? Opiates. So opiates. opiate usage, yeah. Opiates so r- usage. right now okay. there's a... You know the big the the big opioid epidemic and and uh, and so when you go and you see a pain management specialist, uh, you know one of the aspects to the practice is uh, is is basically it's it's pain management medications, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of side effects that kind of come with it. And so our overall goal, uh, even out of the pain clinic, is to really try to focus on treatments that steer away from the usage of opiates. Because and, why do you steer away from those? Uh, just the, the, the harmful side effects that come with it. I mean, there's a lot of, um, uh, you say a lot of addiction that comes, comes with it. And it's really, it's, it, it's not any kind of, it's not healing the root cause of pain. It's, it's essentially a bandaid, mm-hmm. you know? And so with, uh, with the opioid epidemic going on and, and, uh, and kind of the overall atmosphere in the environment, uh, it's really, really important to integrate a lot of, uh, conservative care type treatments, a lot of multidisciplinary type treatments that really steer away from, the usage of, uh, of narcotics and, and trying to actually correct the root cause of issues for patients, such as, uh, you know, pain management, um, erectile dysfunction, anything like that. So is an opiate a narcotic? It is, uh-huh. Okay, it and, and what, what things fall under that category? Uh, well, like uh, most of the patients that we're seeing that come in the clinic, mm-hmm. um, you know, you have a lot of uh, back pain, mm-hmm. joint pain, shoulder pain, knee pain um and so the different uh classifications i mean you, you've got uh hydrocodone or oxycontin and, mm. and typical medications like that uh but again that's 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 one of the things that we really try to steer away from mm-hmm. and and so what we try to do is we try to take the patient and really try to address the root cause mm-hmm. um of their pain or any kind of issue that they're going through instead of just giving them a bottle full of pills. Mm -hmm. I get it. Correct. So, uh, so with that, you know, one of the correlations that come, especially with men and, and opiate usage is, uh, is, uh, there's a big correlation with erectile dysfunction. I didn't know that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so is that how your dad got into it? Because he noticed all these people are coming in here. Mm -hmm. They've, a lot of them have been taking these, pills or whatever for a long term Mm -hmm. and it's affected their ability, their sexual function or dysfunction. Yeah, it's actually, so this is a, so the men's health uh, is actually a service that we got into uh, really because his patients were asking him. Uh, And so his patients came to him uh, with these issues, looking for a solution to the problem. Got it. And so that's kind of where we started. So how uh, long ago did he move from pain management? I know he still Mm -hmm. does that, but how long ago did y'all okay, I'm doing just pain management to men's health. How long sure. ago did you move into that? Yeah, we actually, so we got into uh, men's health about two years ago. Oh. Uh, and so we've been doing this for about two years. And we kind of, okay. uh, with pain management, we've got the the uh, pain management clinic, but mm-hmm. then we have the men's health side of things as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also branched out into uh, the cosmetic space with our medical spa. Mm-hmm. And then we also have uh, integrated um chiropractic, physical therapy into the practice as well. So, so really kind of looking at, um, you know, multi-modalities to integrate into the clinic to really kind of take that overall, uh, 
health approach. Health, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, health and aesthetics and wellness. And wellness, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And your main focus is the men's clinic, is that correct? Yeah, so we actually, so I graduated uh, from Baylor University with a, a degree, a double major in finance and management. Oh, wow. And I actually got into the medical space, you know, with my father being a uh, physician. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I came out, I actually got into pharmaceutical sales. Okay. And so I was in pharmaceutical sales for about the first year when I got out. And then he came to me. And, and he's pretty entrepreneurial and and we're both pretty entrepreneurial and he said, Hey, I've got this idea. Let's kind of start our own, our own deal. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I got out of pharmaceutical, started working with him and, uh, and we had uh, a couple different things that we got into, which is a neuromonitoring, a little neuromonitoring business, which is, uh, monitoring the spinal cord and and nerves during, uh, any kind of invasive treatment and Mm -hmm. then, uh, anesthesia as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then I actually, came over and really kind of started helping him with the management of his practice and uh, the medical spa and the men's hormone clinic. And, uh, and here in the state of Texas, uh, you know, medical entities can only be owned by a, a physician uh, or a, provi- a medical good. provider. And so mm-hmm. uh, I'm more on the management side of things mm-hmm. uh, rather than the ownership side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we, we just got into that. And uh, again, it was kind of one of those things where his patients came to him uh, asking for um solutions to these problems and mm-hmm. uh he came to me and said hey let's figure out how to integrate this into the clinics and um, i love that i love that he saw a problem and he's like let's figure out how to how to help these people absolutely yeah yeah and so it's something that uh you know we put in place and we went and uh did the trainings got everything set up figured out uh protocols and treatments and whatnot and mm-hmm. and yeah it's something that we've been doing for the last two years and uh, one of the treatments uh, goes by the name of Gaines Wave, which is shockwave therapy for erectile dysfunction. Uh, it's really it's sound wave therapy. It's the same type of technology used to break up kidney stones. And we actually were uh, we were the second location uh, in this whole DFW area to actually start doing that oh, about wow. two years ago. Wow. Uh, and now you see a lot more clinics are starting to do it now. Um, okay, so, uh, so somebody comes, a, a man comes mm-hmm. into your clinic. And so just for the girls who are listening, sure, sure. tell us what, I mean, and I hope this isn't embarrassing. <laughs> sure. No, not but at all. What, not at all. What, hap- what happens with erectile dysfunction? Who falls yeah, sure. in that category? What, what is happening when that is happening? So I know erectile dysfunction is one of those topics. I know for, for most people, it's kind of a, a sensitive and embarrassing topic, mm-hmm. but it's, it's also a really common topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's something that, uh, you know, as time goes on, it's starting to become a lot more talked about and starting to become a lot more, more open because it is such a, uh, a prominent issue and it's mm-hmm. nothing to be embarrassed about, you mm-hmm. know, it's just a, a natural progression with life. And, and there's a lot of things that can happen. I mean, uh, so most of the time men will come into the clinic because they're having, uh, some issues with it and it's, uh, either affecting their marriage or, um, you know, their sexual well-being uh, with a partner or anything like that. And what is happening Sure, with, sure. When you have erectile dysfunction, what is happening? So most of the men that are coming in, I mean, there, there's, a, there's a couple different things. I mean, sometimes it, it, it can be genetic. Are you laughing, Kevin? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I hear laughing to my right. I have my mic on. You can hear me snickering. Well, I just, you know, I'm very I, mature. Girls don't have those things. We don't know what's happening. That's a legit question. Yeah. Well, I think a, it's pretty cut and dry, though. <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah. not. It is to you. But if I've never experienced it, yeah. or if I have never been with anyone who's experienced it. See, like even young people, like my younger brother had that from taking antidepressants. Is, 
Oh. That actually, yeah, antidepressants play a big part in uh, erectile dysfunction. Is he going to appreciate that you just shared that? With oh, he doesn't care. <laughs> with thousands and thousands care. of people. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's something, I mean, that is true. I mean, a lot, a lot of times So medications can affect it. Medications so is, can, yeah, yeah. So just, I'll ask you point blank. Is that when a man cannot get an erection? Is that what's happening when you have erectile dysfunction? It, it could be a couple different things. I mean, it, it difficulty getting or even maintaining an erection. I mean, uh, some men, they, they experience difficulties where, where they can achieve an erection, but it's hard to maintain it mm. uh, and, and keep the blood flow into the area. And so uh, really, I mean, there's there's a couple of different things that could be going on when, I got, when you know, a male comes into the clinic. And uh, most of the time, it has to deal with age. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but again, it doesn't have to deal with just age. Medications can play a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's really two main components uh, with erectile dysfunction. You've got the physiological side of things, and you've got the psychological side of things. Mm-hmm. And from a psychological standpoint, you know, with men, uh, stress can play a huge part in it. Uh, satisfaction in your, your marriage or kind of your overall well-being could play a part of it. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times men will actually come into the clinic and we realize it's not a, a physiological problem. It's just, it's a psychological problem. That how do you know? Through. How do you know as, as someone who's meeting with these patients? How do you know... Mm-hmm what it is it's something that obviously when we when we do our consults with patients it's something that we kind of have to go in depth with them and kind of every single person is different and so there's really i mean there's there's cookie cutter treatments but Mm -hmm. the overall uh treatment plan is not cookie cutter it's always Mm -hmm. you know uh patient specific to to the individual person a lot of times you can know it's a psychological issue uh, based off like nocturnal erections, for example, you know, if you can, can achieve an erection, uh, when you're sleeping or early in the morning, that's not a physiological issue. That, mm-hmm. That's more of the psychological part. Mm-hmm. And so what we'll kind of do is we'll, we'll get a, a pretty good understanding from the patient of, um, kind of what's going on in their personal life, but then also take a look at everything from the, uh, physiological standpoint as well. And so if it's, if it's something that's physiological, uh, we'll kind of steer them in the direction of maybe seeking uh, some counseling or coaching mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that if it's physical, it. that means that they're they're having a problem having an erection at any point under any circumstance. For the the psychological part, they could. Uh, oh, for the physical part, yeah. yeah. So the physical part, it doesn't matter. Yeah, the psychological. So part if you're able to get an mm-hmm. erection, you don't have erectile dysfunction because of something physical. It has to be psychological. Is that what you're saying? To to a degree, I mean, you okay. could still you could still have a, have some erectile dysfunction even even achieving the erection if you can't maintain it, mm-hmm. uh, for example, Got to uh, you know to participate in intercourse or whatnot. You mm-hmm. know, you, you you still have a, a small amount of erectile dysfunction, and that's mostly a, due to blood flow. Uh, mm-hmm. So, from a physical standpoint, when men are coming into the clinic, uh, again, like I said, you know, medications can play a big part in it, mm-hmm. uh, but then also just. As you as you age with the aging process, uh, what what age do you typically start seeing men struggle with that or start having problems with that? It's most predominant. I mean, it, it can start in your in your thirties and your forties, but it becomes yeah. most predominant. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's it's to the person. Kevin, know, you're thirty four. Really <laughs> yeah, dun dun Damn. dun. Plus. You, you don't see it as much. I mean, mo- most most of the guys that are coming in that are younger, you know, in their in their thirties, for example, that's that's more of a, uh, a psychological part to it. I mean, you, you've got 
you know, medications with mm-hmm. uh, uh, depression and anxiety mm-hmm. uh, can play a big part in it. Uh, there's different kind of medications like for hair loss that can cause erectile dysfunction as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so medications, lifestyle choices play a big part. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, how you're eating, how you're, you know, are, uh, do you drink a lot, uh, drugs, usage, mm-hmm. uh uh, pornography, even uh, we see a big uh, a big issue with uh, especially younger men coming in that are struggling with erectile dysfunction from uh, from watching uh, porn. Just because they get like desensitized, they get desensitized. Yeah, yeah, and so that's that's one of those. You know, you can do these treatments all day long, but you're going to have to really work on the psychological part wow. from, from that standpoint. So, someone who who has become desensitized because of pornography, do they get to the point where they? they can only get an erection with pornography or they just all together it affects their ability to to have to have an erection because right, they've right. become so everyone everyone's different but mm-hmm. uh from what we see for the most part it's uh it, it's yeah they, they they get so desensitized that uh, uh, you almost have to go um, kind of implant yourself into this fantasy world mm-hmm. uh, through pornography uh, to achieve the erection. I think that's a really important thing to like spend a minute on sure, because sure. I mean, I, you know, I do counseling and one of the things that I spend a lot of time on is premarital counseling mm-hmm. and it is not uncommon because these most of the people who are coming to me, they're in their 20s or 30s. Mm-hmm. And most of the guys have spent time in, you know, with pornography. I don't know how you say in pornography, right, with right, pornography. Right. I, sure. and, um, and it affects, you know, the guys just don't see anything wrong with it. You know, mm-hmm. so many, so many, uh, so many people your age, you're 28, right? Mm-hmm. So right. many people your age and probably Kevin, even your age, like you just grew up with, pornography like people my age we didn't grow up with pornography i mean it came in yeah a little bit when i was like in high school internet porn became like a thing but yeah you know, when i was but really was young no... it was still like playboys and you know stuff like that yeah but, right. but right. nowadays access... it's just like at the tip of your fingers yes. free and accessible anywhere and everywhere and like the number i mean i think the stat is like 99.9 percent of all men yeah have ex- you know looked at pornography and and a large percentage Enjoy pornography. Yeah, and and to me, it's almost like one of those things that's just like anything else in life, like bad food or alcohol or whatever. In moderation, you know, it's people who get carried away with it and obsessed <laughs> with it. That's when it becomes, you know, and yeah. when it comes an addiction, that's when. But it's But I have to tell you, it bothers the women, and it bothers me. See, in like, most relationships I've had, it's always just been like a don't ask, don't tell thing. Like, they just don't want to know. Oh, I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna ask, <laughs> and I'm yeah, gonna you have. Would <laughs> Yeah, that's a. a, I'm gonna ask, and I'm gonna have an opinion because (laughs) I know that it it bothers me, and I know that it. I mean, I know enough to know that eventually. First of all, I don't look like those girls. Mm -hmm. I can't do that shit. I've never seen it, but I know I can't do it. (laughs) I'd say something. Megan, Megan, and I don't want to do it. What kind of porn are you talking about here? I don't know. Nobody's doing like (laughs) acrobatic. Acrobatics or anything? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I know I know some relationships it could be like that. I know for for mine with Megan, there, there's definitely not a uh, don't ask, don't tell. It's something that she's the same way. It would really really bother her and yeah. affect her, and, and something that she would not be okay with. And, yeah, I'm not okay um, with it. Just know, because I, I think it obviously. Sure, sure. I mean, you're sitting here telling us that it it can be an issue. It can, you know, and that's mm-hmm. something that you know, obviously every 
relationship is different. Right. You know, I mean, right. I'm obviously I'm here, here to, to talk about more right. of the. Right. The, the physical aspect. <laughs> you don't want to get into the spiritual the morality morale. of uh, <laughs> spiritual porn morale. viewing. Yeah. Well, we uh, I would we, never put you on the spot just, like that, Josh. We try to kind of stay in our lane a little bit. Yeah. We, what we'll do yeah. is we'll we, we try That's to smart. address it and 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 send out to the experts. Uh, so we're not giving uh, uh, wrong information or, or leading somebody astray or, or, or offering an opinion from a, from a medical standpoint on that. Right. But no, from just simply from, from talking, uh, you know, outside of the clinic, yeah, that, that definitely plays a, a big role yeah. uh, in what we're seeing, especially with the younger generations. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm sure. And we see that a lot. And, and it's kind of surprising. We, we have to turn away uh, quite a few of the, the younger generation men uh, because they come in and they they think they have an issue and they don't and, and something mm-hmm. that we kind of have to let them know that it's uh, it's more a psychological mm-hmm. issue and and we try to steer them uh, again in the direction of, of counseling or coaching and uh, mm-hmm. and something that you know if they if they really want to fix the problem we have a, a solution for them over here mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and when, you know we try to get them set up uh, from from that standpoint. Um, so so if a if- 45, 50-year-old man comes in, mm-hmm. he's experiencing erectile dysfunction, he's mm-hmm. experiencing ED. What what are some, I know you said each individual solution right, or prescription, right. however you want to mm-hmm. say it, is is different, but what are some of the options that you, that that men, your men's clinic sure. offers? Well, one of the things, so, yeah. So the Gainsway, will you talk, Gainsway, that's, that's yeah, one of them, yeah. but will you talk a little bit more about that? I mean, yeah, you said it's a treatment that breaks things up but how does it actually work so kind of with the with the natural aging process as you as you age uh you know things start to break down tissue starts to uh, degenerate and so that's one of the problems that's one of the issues with uh with erectile dysfunction and so as you age uh, the the tissue in the penis starts to degenerate Mm -hmm. and then you start to have uh, blood vessels that'll start to weaken you can also get clogging in the blood vessels which is a little micro plaque buildup which causes obstruction of the blood flow Mm -hmm. and so some of the main issues that we have we, we get a lot of men that have come in and and uh, and they've tried Viagra, Cialis, or uh, Trimix, and and they're they're unsuccessful with that. Mm-hmm. And the main reason why they're unsuccessful with it is because you do have obstruction in the blood vessels, or you have uh, weakened blood vessels. And okay. so it's kind of like interesting. So yeah, those yeah. pills just help with blood flow, Correct. but if you yeah. have blockage mm-hmm. or obstructions or anything right, with that, right. it. No pill is going to help that. You can take all the, you know, we say you, you can take all the, the Viagra Cialis in the world and, mm-hmm. and it's not going to give you the 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 outcome that mm-hmm. you're looking for. Yeah, because of that obstruction of the weak blood vessels. And, and so you're not going to get the benefits, but you're going to get all the side effects. And so a lot mm-hmm. of those medications don't come without side effects. You know, you get the flushing uh What's the flushing? Um, headaches. Uh, you get kind of a lot of men will experience like a, a flushing effect, and so when you take the medication, you'll become, you know, kind of red in the face uh, oh. with a flushing. It, it can cause uh, headaches. A lot of guys will experience pretty bad headaches mm. uh, from it as well. And so, uh, while it's helpful when you don't have the obstruction, if you have the obstruction, you you're, again you're going to get all the side effects with none of the benefits. It's awful. And so, what we do with with Gainswave 
And Gainesville, just just to be clear, it's just a it's a it's a marketing name, it's a trademark name. And so mm-hmm. here in the Dallas area, I mean, you you see we provide Gainesville from a marketing standpoint, but you've got uh, Gainesville, you've got Big D Wave, uh, you've got some other clinics that try to kind of put their own name to it. But really, mm-hmm. what it is, it's 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 shockwave therapy, you know, sound mm-hmm. wave sound wave therapy, and so. What it is, it's a, it's a handle uh, with, a, with a metal tip that creates these shockwave pulses. And so you just go along uh, what's called the, uh, the cavernosum in the penis, which is the, the, the spongy tissue mm-hmm. area of the penis. And, and what it does is it's going in and it's, uh, it's basically creating microtrauma uh, to the penis and the blood vessels. And so what that's doing is it's breaking down any, uh, micro plaque buildup causing the obstruction. And so it's gonna, it's gonna break apart that plaque buildup, but then just like going to the gym and working out, it's going to give you the exact same effect. You know, when you go to the gym and you, and you break down your muscles, uh, you know, when you go and you rest, they heal, your body heals itself and, uh, and it kind of, and it builds, on itself, it's the same thing with uh, with the gains wave therapy. You know, so you go in and you cause the trauma to the blood vessels, and that trauma uh, causes your your body to excrete, uh, you know, stem cells and growth factors and whatnot to heal and repair itself. And mm. so, it's again That's like going to the gym. It's just going to continue. That trauma is going to uh, it's going to build up the blood vessels and actually helps promote the the growth of new blood vessels. And we have x-rays that we can actually show the before and after wow. uh, where after the treatment, you actually not only have those blood vessels uh, grown uh, and, and becomes uh, healthier and stronger, uh, but they're actually, you know, the production of new blood vessels. And so that's what the gains wave therapy does. And is so it painful? It's not, no. Uh, the gains wave therapy is not painful. I mean, we, we have men, we have a, a BLT cream, which is a, it's a numbing cream. Okay. Uh, and so you can, you can apply that. Most men, when they come in, they're, they're usually nervous about the treatments at the beginning. And so they'll, they'll opt for the cream, but then they, they see how easy of a treatment is. And, and usually moving forward, uh, they don't really care to have it. Um, how long does it take? It's about 20 minutes for the treatment. Okay. And so it's not a long treatment. We get a lot of guys that'll come like on their lunch break or uh, before and after work, Mm -hmm. uh, get the treatment done because it is pretty quick. Um, And how long does it last? So with the blood flow, I mean, most of what we're seeing, you know, from a, from a marketing standpoint, and this is one of the things that I think is really important, you know, whether whatever clinic you choose, I mean, you want to, you want to talk to the clinic and make sure that they really have a good understanding of, of what they're doing and how they're they performing the treatments. Your clinic. You're right. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would be great. Yeah. But, uh, you don't but, need to shop around. Just right, go right. to your clinic. Y'all know what you're oh, doing. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, but from a, from a marketing standpoint, you have a lot of, a lot of this marketing that'll say that, you know, the results should last, you know, two to three years. Uh, oh, but with just one treatment? No, it's a series of treatments. Okay. And so one of the things, again, from a, from a marketing standpoint, the you've got uh, Gaines Wave, which suggests six or 12. You've got Big D Wave, which suggests, you know, nine, you know, ten, I think nine or 10, you know, so it's kind of all over the place. So really, that's For why. For maximum I, benefit. Right. That's how right. many times you should do it. What we've seen the best that, that really works the best because the Gaines Wave, uh, has everything to do with blood flow and you want to again it's just like going to the gym you go to the gym and you get all the results you want the second you stop you start to deteriorate and you start to to kind of go back to where you were so mm-hmm. a lot of these treatments you know a lot of places are going to kind of promoting these treatments like like snake oil if you will you come in you get this treatment done once and it's a forever cure-all mm-hmm. um which isn't the case you know the body's always going to what's regenerative medicine sure you know you can reset the clock like essentially yeah I mean, just at like some botox, point yeah. it's gonna it's, it's gonna, gonna go back yeah. yeah you know so 
one of the things that we've seen that really works the best is we actually we do a combination of the gains wave therapy and then uh, i think most men are starting to become a lot more familiar with the sh with the shot it's called the p shot the pripus shot mm -hmm. and that's where we actually take the patient's blood and we spin it down in a centrifuge and take out the growth factors separate the growth factors and then we inject that into the cavernosum. And that actually uh, is more focused on tissue regeneration. And so the gains wave is really helpful for blood flow, mm -hmm. the blood vessels and, and, uh, and correcting blood flow and mm -hmm. yeah, breaking up plaque. Uh, but then the, the PRP injections are really, really helpful for actually just really focusing on the tissue regeneration. Oh, wow. And so when you combine those two treatments, that's what we see really does have the most effective outcomes. And if you do the PRP, how many times do you do that? How many times would you recommend that? So most of the men, I mean, if you have any kind of erectile dysfunction uh, at all, whether it's, uh, you know, mild all the way to severe, mm -hmm. a really good starting point for most of the men uh, that we've seen is at least six of the, the gains wave treatments and then two of the P shots. Uh, but one of the things that, men want to really kind of educate themselves on and and that's why i was saying you know uh to really kind of do your homework and pick a clinic you know have some questions to ask uh ask the provider and pick a clinic uh that's kind of providing uh these treatments kind of the, the way that they're supposed to so, so prp for example you have a lot of clinics that uh you'll see them take you know about 20 milliliters of blood it's a real small vial of blood and they'll concentrate it down uh, you know, and, and basically get seven seven milliliters worth of, of PRP. And, and while that has growth factors, it's not true PRP. True PRP to contain all the growth factors that you need and everything for the tissue regeneration, you really want to get to five times whole blood. And so uh, the centrifuge that we use, we're, we're taking 82 milliliters of blood, which sounds like a lot. It's still really not that much, about, uh, you know, two tubes worth of blood. Mm -hmm. And then we spin that down and you're getting a higher concentration of the growth factors. And that's one of the things that you want to be careful of when you're, when you're picking a clinic is, is really ask the provider, you know, uh, what level of essentially PRP that they're using, you know, how many times whole blood uh, are they getting to with their kits, you know, because when you go in and you're paying for a treatment, you want to know that you're getting the, uh, the most effective yeah, treatment, maximum the, the maximum benefits, mm -hmm. you know, and, mm -hmm. And another option with the injections, um, you know, there, again, there's so many different options, but, you know, when you start to age, you know, your body's been exposed to alcohol or disease or sickness or, you know, whatever it is. And so really, even with your own growth factors, you're, you're only as healthy as, as you are. I mean, you, you only contain... Like, I guess the amount of growth factors that you have are, are going to be based and, and kind of correlate with how healthy you are mm -hmm. as an individual that makes sense. and so uh, one of the things that we add uh, to our treatments are the uh, the biologics you know with the uh, mesenchymal stem cells uh, we use an amniotic tissue graft uh, from placenta which basically it just it supercharges the PRP essentially you know you're taking you're taking growth properties uh, growth factors from uh, the placenta, which has never been exposed to disease, it's uh, it's autoimmune. It's a uh, it just so contains... you're taking it from a woman's placenta. 
So yeah, so uh, it's really important that- to know that the clinic is working with uh, FDA-approved labs, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. uh, what happens is uh, during a C-section, mm-hmm. uh, they can actually take the placenta and it's mm-hmm. and, and it's donated uh, from the mother in the hospital, uh, which otherwise would just go to waste. And so yeah, they take a, a donated placenta uh, from a C-section, and then that goes to a, one of the FDA-approved labs, and they uh, cultivate it and harvest it and and uh, prepare it. This is it so and, fascinating. Yeah, yeah. And then that stimulates the growth factors. Yeah. So that, that really, really, I mean that it, it supercharges the, the PRP wow. and it really, really just helps assist, you know, you essentially, you know, the, the PRP is your own body's growth factor. Mm-hmm. So it kind of, mm-hmm. uh, I guess the best way to explain it is, uh, like loading a truck, for example, if you're moving, uh, you know, you're going to have a, a, an older man who's, uh, got more experience with knowing how to load the truck and how to operate and, and where everything goes and how to be the most effective and efficient. And then you've got a bunch of 18 year olds, you know, that, uh, are the muscle behind it and they have the energy to move everything. And, and, uh, and yeah, they're, they're kind of like the muscle behind moving, uh, putting everything in the truck. And so when you take the two of them and you combine it, mm-hmm. uh, that gives the best outcome and really kind of helps to localize all those growth factors and help kind of signal it to do exactly what you're wanting it to do. So fascinating. Yeah. yeah. So is it painful? Is the PRP shot painful? So most of the, that's actually, most of the men, that's the biggest worry is when I they're bet. getting the shot, you know? And so <laughs> I'm thinking everybody, thinking it, it, most people you would be worried, nervous. Kevin. Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it is just something thinking most, about that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, and it's one of those things like I, I can actually talk about it because even at a, even at a, a younger age, you know, there's, there's two components to it. I mean, these treatments, they help with uh, erectile dysfunction, but because they're FDA approved or because it's approved for, uh, the Gaines wave actually is, it's an FDA approved treatment, uh, not for erectile dysfunction, but for blood flow. Okay. Uh, and so it's FDA approved for an increase in blood flow with the, with the machine that we're using. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a, uh, it's a treatment that's been used over in Europe for the last 16 years pretty oh, effectively. So wow. it's, it's nothing new, you know, oh, it's, it's been yeah. around, we're just integrating it more into America. It's becoming a lot more, uh, but then you also, because it's approved for, for blood flow, uh, you have uh, performance enhancement as well. So we do get men that come in that they just, you know, they don't want to be taking uh, Viagra or Cialis, but, mm-hmm. you know, they want the increased blood flow to just mm-hmm. kind of just help with performance. Sure. You know, and so uh, a lot of these treatments. So you don't have to ha- be like completely like 100% erectile dysfunction no. yeah. To, yeah. to have the benefits mm-hmm. of, of this. I mean, we're all aging. Right. It's all happening to all of us. It's just kind of, it's another component. It just fits into mm-hmm. the overall sexual wellness, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, so where I was going with that is, is so when we're talking about these treatments, uh, I can say from experience that, uh, it's, it's not that painful of a, of a treatment. You know, you, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you take the PRP, you spin it down. I mean, probably the worst part of it is actually just having the blood drawn, mm-hmm. you know, and getting the, the needle stuck in the arm for the blood <laughs> well, draw. Men are such babies. Anyway. We are. Yeah, no, we are. Yeah. <laughs> And, Girls uh, could do this like with their eyes closed, hands tied behind their back, no problem. You know, that's one of the things that we know. So when we open up the medical spa, you know, we have all the we have all the lasers, all the aesthetic treatments, uh, you know, all the injectables, everything like that. And I quickly learned opening the medical spa that <laughs> women and men, from a toughness standpoint, there's no comparison. I mean, women, the amount of the amount of 
the length that that women will go through for beauty and what you guys are willing to put yourselves through. Yeah. Uh, men, I mean, we laser hair removal, we have laser hair removal, mm-hmm. which is like one of the easiest, least painful lasers <laughs> that you, that we have in the clinic. And the girls laugh because I went to do laser hair removal on my shoulders and, and you're supposed to do at least a series of six and not quit after one. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and we, and we own the machine, you know, we own the machines and have the, the, uh, the ability to go get these treatments done and and yeah so you know it's funny you'd rather have hair on your back i'd rather just have the hair yeah i'd rather have hair on the back nope not doing it but uh but yeah so hilarious that is the the biggest concern for men is this uh, oh i'm sure and it is nerve-wracking i mean Mm -hmm. you're talking about well and it's your private area you know and and men uh no offense but like y'all are so torqued up y'all are way more torqued up about your area than the women are no that is true i mean that, and that's one of the things you that guys we are see. way more sensitive about all of it than we are we are yeah no and that's mm-hmm. that's one of the things that we see because we uh you know obviously our main focus is on uh men's health but we have the we have the women's side to it too you know mm-hmm. women most women don't understand or realize that you know uh they have um you know uh sexual wellness issues that, that they have to deal with. And most mm-hmm. of the women are under the impression that it's just something that it just, it is what it is and they have to deal with it and that there's nothing that they can do about it, which isn't true. Uh, you know, but a male, for example, that's a, uh, that's basically a male's, uh, ego mm-hmm. and that's, mm-hmm. that's what makes a male a male. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. you know, if, uh, I think the reason why uh, erectile dysfunction is so much more common of a, of an issue to, to deal with is because, you know, if a, if a male is experiencing any kind of erectile dysfunction or sexual wellness issues, you know, it's, uh, it's headlines and makes the news <laughs> and it's like the whole world stops until it's corrected. Uh, but it's a female, so if a female true. has to deal with, has something, uh, something that they're dealing with, it's, it's not a it's not as talked about, yeah. you know, well, so. we're always doing something, dealing with something like mm-hmm. we we've had children, like it's kind of awesome in my opinion that y'all no offense, Kevin, that y'all have ED. Like oh, yeah, it, it's yeah. about time y'all had to do something. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, it's nature's payback. Yes, for having children. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's not even close, but like, but I know for y'all, I mean, it, it's like, a much, it's a it's a big issue. So, let me ask you: Do are guys talking about this to other guys? Like girls talk about, like if I mm-hmm. if I have the ablation or if I right, go right. get Botox or if I do something to any part of my body, I have no problem at lunch with my girlfriends talking about right, it. Right. So, yeah. our guys, guys would keep that hidden like the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> you know, no one's going to talk about that. It's funny because, uh, <laughs> and you almost. You almost have to be careful with how you even word it. Like when a, when a male comes into the clinic, you know, dysfunction is off-putting, problem is off-putting, sure. issue is off-putting, you know, yeah. so anytime you take a, a male, You're right. yeah, You're and, right. and so, never especially about that. something like you that. You don't write ED real big on the no, folder? No. Well, and that's, you know, that's, that's where it is kind of funny because, you know, you'll, you'll call into the clinic, what, what kind of problems are you having or what, what, how severe is your issue? And mm-hmm. it's like. They're not going to say that it's severe or it's a lot, you know, but it's one of those things where, you know, it is so common. And that's what most men don't understand or, or, or maybe they do, but 
it, it's, such common, it's such a common it's such a common thing because there's so much shame around it it's like right, right. it's like if they understood how common it really was then mm-hmm. it wouldn't be such a secret what right, percent right. do you know do you know what yeah, percent so when, of men mm-hmm. struggle when you start getting into your have problems your fi- have issues you, <laughs> yeah well when you start getting into your 50s it becomes a lot more prevalent so so you know if you were to take men in their 20s on you know, the statistics would probably be about four out of 10 men have some type of ED issue. You start Whoa. getting into your fifties, you start actually getting more into the 50%. So you could take, you could take 10 men and more than likely five of them have some type of issue that they're dealing with. Wow. It's that, that's how common it is. And again, most men are under the impression that erectile dysfunction has to be like not an erection at all. And there's very, there, mm-hmm. I mean, there's all different yeah. types of severities. And again, you know, getting an erection, maintaining an erection, sustaining mm-hmm. one, all, you know, it all, it all plays a, a part. And so really erectile dysfunction, it's really, it becomes an issue when there's any type of obstruction, any lack of blood flow, mm-hmm. any type of issue, you know, with that. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's, 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 it's definitely a very common uh, a, a very common thing. As men age, do they have a problem ejaculating as well? We don't say that as much. I mean, okay. we, we, uh, one of the things that the, the treatments will help do is, um, you see more of the issues with ejaculation from the medications. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, it's another antidepressant thing. Yep. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it can help. I mean, one of the, it's, it's really hard to combat, you know, a couple of the, the hardest things to correct with uh, erectile dysfunction as a patient that's gone through uh, prostate cancer, mm-hmm. uh, had their prostate removed, uh, antidepressant uh, medications, uh, and then uh, diabetes. Mm-hmm. Uh, diabetes is a, is a tough one as well. So, so what, if a, what if a man comes into your clinic mm-hmm. and he's done the Gainsway and he's done the spinning PRP mm-hmm. and it's like... Is that guaranteed, by the way? Is that guaranteed? Like, is, is sure, that 100% sure. going to improve or help with ED? And what if it doesn't? So I would love to say that there's a guarantee, unfortunately, in the medical space. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's, that's the, the thing with regenerative medicine is that you can put together these treatments. And I can tell you that if you come into the clinic and you listen to the providers and you follow the protocol and you do everything that we tell you to do, mm-hmm. uh, then... We have a very, very high success rate. I mean, we honestly, I would put it up in the 99 percentile. We oh, very wow. rarely have somebody that does not get the benefits of it. That's awesome. One of what the things, great, though, what a what a satisfying. It is, yeah. No, I mean, it, that's it is. Got to yeah. be very satisfying because I imagine mm-hmm. that if a man comes in and he's struggling on mm-hmm. any level, whether on a scale of one to ten, whether he's a one or a ten, mm-hmm. that this is traumatizing for him it is, uh-huh. and so to get to the other side of it i imagine has got to just be so nice it is and that is one of the things i think is most important when you come into the clinic is you know we have these treatments that are that are going to work mm-hmm. and we have a very high success rate with them working mm-hmm. but setting the expectations is really really important mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. with this issue you know a lot of the men they think that they're going to come in and you get one one injection or one treatment and you're good to go mm-hmm. a lot of the times with regenerative medicine you know, you get through these treatments and everyone is different. Everyone, you know, some men start to respond after the first couple treatments and they're very responsive to the treatment. Some men, it's a, it's more of a prolonged mm-hmm. uh, benefit where they could finish the treatments. Uh, they get their last round of the gains wave, their last round of the shots. Uh, they're very frustrated. Nothing's working. They're not seeing the benefit of it yet. But mm-hmm. there are times where, 
it, it can take, you know, eight, 12 weeks after the last treatment oh, to wow. really help, you know, most of the time, if it's just a blood flow issue, for example, mm-hmm. you know, clearing out the, uh, the micro plaque, helping improve the blood flow, that that's a pretty quick, uh, mm-hmm. a pretty quick fix, mm-hmm. you know? And so most of the men, they're, they're really starting to see a lot of improvement, you know, by that fifth or sixth treatment. How long do you have to wait in between treatments? We do two a week. And so oh, you want at least okay. a 24 hour time period in between. And mm-hmm. so we do, uh, most of the, the protocols that we're doing, I mean, we'll, most of the men, you know, again, it's not cookie cutter, but for most of the men, you know, six and two with the gains wave and the shots works really well. And so mm-hmm. we do the first week you do, uh, two of the gains wave treatments that third week you do a gains wave and a shot on the same day. We give you a week break. You come back in, you do two of the gains wave treatments. The following week, you do mm-hmm. a gains wave and the shot. Mm-hmm. And so you're finished with the, with the whole process in about four weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of the things that we really recommend, just like going to the gym, when we were talking earlier about how long did the effects last, mm-hmm. the effects can last forever if, if you do it correctly you know wow. if you if wow. you come in and you get these treatment protocol if you if you go through the treatment you know you're going to get the benefits and the results but just like if you stop going to the gym you're going to start to go backwards and so mm-hmm. maintenance mm-hmm. really is the key to the long-term success of the treatments so if they do all of those what is maintenance do they get one like every six months or i mean how yeah how, so we do I just uh, made that up. on the games again <laughs> so it 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 is going to vary, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, men that are diabetic, Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately for for men with diabetes, uh, they're going to have to be a lot more aggressive with their treatments. And Mm -hmm. so once they get through this treatment protocol, for them, it's probably going to look more like a 12 12 treatment process with three to four of the shots. You know, it's probably going to be about double what most of the the other men are having to do. But, you know, so for somebody with diabetes, once they get through the treatment process, you know, they're going to need to do a maintenance treatment at least once a month with the gains wave. Uh, but for most other men, uh, usually maintenance just looks like one gains wave every three months okay. is usually a pretty good way to do that. So a maintenance treatment with the gain, gains wave every three months. And then to really stay on top of the benefits, you would want to get a shot uh, every 12 to 18 months. And that's usually that's that's going to be the best for just keeping everything going and and uh, keeping that tissue regenerated and healthy and keeping the blood flow the blood vessels healthy uh, with blood flow and everything as well. So, does insurance cover erectile dysfunction? Right now, the only thing that insurance really covers is uh, like if you go to a urologist and you get a need to get a penile implant. Uh, you know, I, I know Medicare covers that. Uh, there's a lot of uh, major insurance plans that'll uh, put coverage towards an implant. Uh, on these treatments, however, uh, it's not a covered treatment. It's still considered an elective treatment that insurance is not covering. I think that's terrible. It's something that you know, uh, unfortunately, maybe maybe down the road they'll they'll start to cover it. Uh, but right now, that they're not covering it. That makes it. no sense to me. Right at right. all. That's got to be really, really frustrating. For it's frustrating. Who, it is because oh, it's a uh, you know these treatments. It's a it's a it's a series real. of treatment. It's it's yeah. it's an investment. You know, and, yeah. how and much a lot is of it? the men. So most. How much, are, how much is it to do the gains way? How much is one treatment of the gain, gains way? Right? Am I saying it right? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So just to be honest with uh, what we've seen over the last two years, it, if you come in and you have a erectile dysfunction issue. Uh, and you just wanted to opt for the one treatment, we probably would not move forward with the treatment because yeah. what we want, we really truly want you to, based off of what you're going through, 
if you're going to invest any money at all, we want you to do it right. We want you yeah. to get the, the results. And as nice as, it, as nice as it would be to take, take the, the money, you know, for the treatment, we know it's not going to work, mm-hmm. you know, and One so treatment's it's not going to work. One treatment's not going to work. I mean, mm-hmm. if you, if you're purely in there just for performance, mm-hmm. You know, and there's not a, even a trace of erectile dysfunction, then then one treatment would be fine. But if you have any type of erectile dysfunction, one treatment is not going to get it done. You know, and every clinic is is different. We try to we try to be as reasonably priced and towards the lower end of the spectrum mm-hmm. as much as possible. We try to make it as affordable as possible. But even with the Gaines Wave treatments, you know, to get a, a package of the Gaines Wave treatments, you're still looking around a $2,400 investment. And then to combine the shots and the Gaines Wave and everything, you know, and we also include in the in the package price, we include the amniotic tissue graft, you know, to supercharge the PRP. We don't count that as an add-on. You know, wow. it's something that we'll throw in. That's awesome. And so... Uh, to kind of do an overall treatment process, I mean, you could be looking at anywhere from twenty-four to forty-eight hundred dollars, wow. and so it's a it's an investment, mm-hmm. uh, but it's something that, like I said, that's why we really really care about you know getting it right, getting it right, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. doing the doing the actual treatment protocol, sticking with your uh, your at home plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that we haven't talked about that makes the treatments the most effective, and this is what gets people to laugh the most, but, uh, it's the, 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 <laughs> a, a penis pump. Really? So it's just like working out. One of the things that really Have you helps. heard of a penis pump? <laughs> yeah. You never seen Austin Powers? No. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. It's in Austin Powers. Yeah. I saw it, but I don't, I don't recall the penis <laughs> pump. I have no idea what this is. That's well, seriously like my only, like the only reason I know what a penis pump is. <laughs> so <laughs> what is, is it? Yeah, is this it? is so, when you talk about erectile dysfunction, all the treatments or whatever, mm-hmm. this by far is probably the most comical one that people have the hardest time talking about is, is the pump. Uh, but when does you get everybody these, who does, does these injections, is this part of the treatment? Like you have to do the penis pump? That's something that we really recommend because oh, that, that really is something. Works? What is the pump? Well, what it does okay, is. Well, we got to figure out what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> Sorry. So the, the penis pump is a, uh, it's a, uh, it's a device that you, you place around the penis and you, you, it's essentially a, a, a pump. We have an electronic pump. You turn the, turn the on button. <laughs> I love that you're about to giggle. <laughs> He's the only one giggling. <laughs> I know. I'm having, a, I'm having a hard time. I'll get through this. You can't. You, why aren't you looking at me while you're talking about the penis pump, Josh? Well, I know. I even, uh, even talking to when we, uh, when we train and educate our nurses and our providers, I'm sure. uh, the pump is by far, you know, when we talk to them about explaining it to patients, uh, they'd rather just have the instructions written out. Oh, and I'm have the description sure. and the instructions written out. Get, here's your pump. Here's your instructions. Right, right. Good luck. Oh, yeah. But, uh, okay, no, so but it's, it a device it's a device you put over your penis. Correct. Yeah, okay. it's a device that you put over your penis. And so when you struggle with erectile dysfunction and maintaining and, and achieving an erection, it's, some, it's a device that it, it essentially it pulls blood into into the penis. And so uh, it it. it pulls the penis into the device and it fills it up with blood and then you can stop the device and it forces blood flow into the area. And so like when, and I keep using the gym analogy, but when you go to the gym and you load weights onto the bar and you're getting a a really, really hard uh, muscle contraction, Mm -hmm. it's essentially the same thing in the penis. And so for these treatments, 
to really, really be effective, if you want to strengthen the blood vessels, strengthen the tissue, regenerate the tissue, mm-hmm. what you basically you need to do some at home exercises. And so what we it do makes is, sense. It makes yeah. Even right. though it's awkward and oh, weird, yeah, yeah. it makes that's sense. A, I always thought the pump was for like enlarging. I didn't know it was for you know that's issues. another thing too with a lot of these treatments and and that's something that you know I want to just make sure everybody knows too. Just just to be honest, you know you have you have these different treatment options like pea shots and, and other stuff where, you know, you see the marketing and it's like, you can grow an, uh, an inch in length and an inch in girth. And so they'll go spend all this money on trying to, uh, get a penis enlargement treatment. And in the truth that, I mean, that we've seen is, is now you're, it's, it's a, it's a waste of money to be going and, and spending your money on on enlargement. None of that works. It. Yeah. It, it does help with girth uh, because what happens is when you get the enlarged blood vessels, you get the strengthened blood vessels, regenerated tissue, you're going to get more blood flow into the mm-hmm. area. And so more mm-hmm. blood flow into the, into the area, you're going to have more uh, I mean, that just more circumference. makes sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so it will help with that. And so we do actually, men, they do get a size increase from, from that. Uh, lengthwise... If they're seeing an increase in length, it's usually because they've had years and years of erectile dysfunction and they have not had an erection in such a long mm-hmm. time that that's why they're experiencing the length. They, it's not actually, it's, their, it's just, it's a in mind, their yeah. mind, it's, mm-hmm. it's correct. Yeah. Because it is right. It's right. longer or sure. bigger than it's been. Right. Right. Got you it. know, and so that's one of the things that, you know, again, you can, you can try to, promote your clinic. Uh, I mean, I'd be very happy for people to come into the clinic and, and let us uh, do some consults with them and, and walk them through treatments. But I think the most important thing, because these treatments aren't covered by insurance, I think it's really important for for men when they're making a decision to go put that kind of an investment into, into these treatments. They really know that they're picking a place that they know what they're talking about. Yeah. They know how to provide the treatments. They really put together this protocol. It's not a cookie cutter, mm-hmm. one size fits all. So again, mm-hmm. you know, uh, what type of PRP kits are they using? Are you getting to the five times whole blood? You know, you've got gains wave, big D wave, but how are they, how are they setting the settings on the machine? The settings play a big part, uh, in it as well. Uh, and so how are they, how are they handling the settings? You know, are they, uh, supplying a penis pump, you know, afterwards, um, you know, we also combine it because we have the wellness aspect to it. There's multiple different things. So, I mean, to really truly package everything together, I mean, we, we like to take a wellness panel and a blood test with most of the men. You know, we want to, we really want to see what's going on with you internally first. You know, uh, we want to take a look That's at good. all your levels, take a look at your testosterone. You know, testosterone plays a big part. A lot of men are, are under the impression that, you know, just going to a, a low T clinic mm-hmm. is going to fix their erectile dysfunction and, and it doesn't, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's a very important part to it and it really helps with uh, libido and desire and everything. And it's going to help you with, with energy and, and everything like that. But that's not actually, again, that's not going to fix anything with your blood vessels or, or uh, tissue degeneration. Mm-hmm. And so, we really package everything together. I mean, you uh, optimize your your hormones uh, and get back to feeling good, and uh, and your libido and the desire and everything is up. And then uh, we correct the issue with uh, gains wave and uh, and the P shots and the amniotic tissue graft and then the penis pump. And then uh, you know the goal is to get men off of these medications like mm-hmm. Viagra and Cialis. But mm-hmm. then the simple truth is that you know with age and whatnot, it's a treatment that allows these products to work Mm -hmm. again Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. uh so yeah when you come into the clinic more than likely we're going to suggest 
you know, that combination where we're going to take a look at your levels, make sure your hormones are optimized. We're going to take a look at, you know, the severity of your issues and we'll, we'll suggest gains wave and the P shots and the tissue graft and the penis pump. And then we'll also send out a, a script for, uh, you know, Viagra or Cialis, you know, especially those first 30 days during treatment. Mm -hmm. It's, it's really, really important to, to get a couple of erections throughout the day and really <laughs> exercise. <laughs> so... <laughs> Gosh, I mean, I, I love, and it's got to feel so good um, that you have such a quality product, for lack of a better word. I mean, I know, I mean, it seems like, you know, since I've met you, you know, you, you start thinking ab mm -hmm. about this stuff and you start wrecking, it, it. it's like buying a car, you know, when you bought, when I bought my car, I realized how many cars there were, like mine, right, you right. know, on the road. Right. And so, I mean, there's a lot of men's clinics there um, are, yeah, there, yeah. and there's probably more and more coming up, you know, as we speak, because mm -hmm. it's one, one, it's an issue, but two, um, you know, it's because it's an issue, people want a solution, oh, but yeah, yeah. I think it's really important just like everything else. Like you got to do it quality and mm -hmm. you got to do it well. Like it's not something that you just run in and, you know, here's, here's, you know, kit one kit or option one, right, two, right. three, like a. I love I love that you and and your dad do it just with such quality and and I mean your dad has shared with me mm -hmm. a couple of stories about just the men who come in and these men are like sad you know they are, and yeah, and yeah. I mean when they're struggling with this it's mm -hmm. hard on them it's hard on their marriages it's hard and I was you know it's I see that you mm -hmm. know because if the men are taking it I'm sure women, I mean, if this was happening in my relationship or my marriage, mm -hmm. I'm not married, but I would, I would think what's wrong with me? Like, why isn't he attracted to me anymore? Why, right, right. why, you know, everybody's taking it personal mm -hmm. and, and it's, it affects a lot. I think that's one of the, the greatest satisfactions that we get mm -hmm. out of, uh, providing these treatments is yeah, you, you. We get uh, a lot of men that come in uh, that are still married, and, and it's something that's really affecting their marriage. Yeah. You know, we, we get a lot of men. Uh, probably our biggest demographic, honestly, is, is men that are going through a divorce, and they want to get back out there. And, mm -hmm. and, uh, and it's something that actually was an issue for them in their marriage and right. caused a lot of problems for them in their marriage. And it's something that they don't want to experience again with, yeah. another, with, a, well, with their I'm next sure partner. I'm sure it's just been traumatic. Right. I mean, it, it, there's a lot of... And you know, I can't, <clears throat> I can't imagine how fragile that issue is for men. And I imagine that women aren't always amazing when, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I wish we were, Sure, sure. <clears throat> but you know, I'm sure that, that that's caused a lot of pain for mm -hmm. everybody involved. Well, and that's the thing. It's, it's a, it's a, <clears throat> it is really, uh, gratifying to see when, you know, we'll have couples come in, both the, the husband and wife, wow. and they come into the clinic and they're, they're searching for a solution and, yeah. and they put their trust in us to, to fix, uh, this problem for them. And, and, uh, and when they get the outcome that they're looking for, we have them come back in and it's really satisfying for them to come in and just share with how it's really, you know, saved their marriage yeah. and, it, and it's been such a, a blessing for them and their, and their marriage. So, that's um, awesome. you know, so I guess that kind of goes back to what you were asking earlier about, like, is this something that <laughs> most men talk about? And, uh, and when it's an issue, no, yeah. uh, that's not something that they'll really share and talk to their friends about and whatnot, yeah. but it's so prevalent. But I can tell you when it's no longer an issue, 
and it's fixed, <laughs> they talk about it all day long. <laughs> <laughs> so that when is we... <laughs> so funny. That is that is so male. It is, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I can't tell you. I mean, yeah. So when there's the issue, that no. Is such a good like yeah. I. I yeah, but no, that does not surprise you, me. Yeah, when you get them feeling like uh, like Superman again, they're uh, they're happy. They'll tell yeah, all their friends about that it. That yeah. is so great. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so I imagine that a lot of people that are listening are even women are going to be like, "Hey, honey, would you please call this guy?" Sure, absolutely. <laughs> so, how do people find you? How do people find your clinic? So you can find us online. Uh, our clinic, the the hormone clinic, is uh, it's Superior Tea. Okay. Men's testosterone and wellness. Uh, you can find us online. Our uh, our website is mysuperiortea.com. Okay. And then you can also call the uh, the office. We have two locations out of uh, one out of Frisco, and then we just recently opened up a location in Irving. Okay. Uh, off of 114 at George Bush, mm-hmm. and uh, you can give the clinic a call. Uh, the number is two one four. Seven nine two nine 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 nine. I got that memorized. Yeah, <laughs> so, we probably don't call your clinic a lot. <laughs> uh, we were calling it or something. I I, ch- I try to make myself memorize. The yeah, number. that's Sometimes good. I'll mess it okay, up say it again, up, just in case somebody yeah, it's, uh, missed it. Two one four seven nine two nine 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 easy uh, we just have a central call in number uh you just give the clinic a call and you let them know if you want to be seeing at frisco uh or irving mm-hmm. and uh sam is uh who should be picking up the uh the phone okay uh, my little sam brother, sam actually. you better be doing your job yeah well that's another thing so we, it's, a, it's a family clinic you know so i love uh kind of going back to the beginning you know when we started this with with my dad i love yeah, he's he's my best friend, and uh, and I love getting to work with him. And and we have a lot of family that works in the clinic as well. My two younger brothers, Caleb and Sam, they work uh, over at the clinic as well. And then uh, my younger sister, Taylor, she works over at the medical spa. It's and, awesome. And uh, Hannah, when she graduates, uh, I'm sure she'll. If she wants to, she'll be coming over and taking my job probably because she's a lot smarter than I am. uh, It'll be a family. It's a family affair. Yeah. Yeah. So so if you you want, just call in and uh, talk to Sam and just give him a really hard time. Ask him, (laughs) ask him as many uncomfortable questions as you want. Tell him you got a big discount. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, that's, uh. Well, that's uh, it's it's so good what you do. I mean, it really it's really important, and I'm so glad that you were willing to come. I don't know a lot of people who'd be willing to come and talk about it. I really was like, I was before you got here. I told Kevin, I don't know what questions I'm gonna ask, but that's yeah, really you were like a little nervous. Uh, I, I, yeah, well, because I don't have a penis. I don't know. I don't know how these things go. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's uh, it's it's a pretty uncomfortable topic for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. We just happened to get to where not only did we have to be comfortable talking about it with all the staff, but then it was kind of an interesting dynamic because now you have all the family members and we're sitting there having to educate each other on erectile dysfunction and, and how to talk to the patients about it. And, you know, we had it over our medical spa for a little bit and, uh, and uh, my sister could not say the word erectile dysfunction without without giggling, without giggling. And, and laughing and you know that's the last thing a, a guy wants to hear on the phone when they call to yes, address something I'm that's already sure. embarrassing as a girl on the oh i'm giggling. sure no that cannot happen that right, cannot happen right all, all i can tell you is whoever's doing the gains way 
procedures and whoever's doing yep. those injections and touching a bunch of penises all day. I don't know what you're paying him or her, but it it's, uh, better it's, be a lot. It's it's definitely a treatment that uh, at uh, you want to rotate. Oh, I you want to rotate on job. it. But uh, it's again, it's one of those things with the with the treatment. You know, the the treatments can be pretty uncomfortable, but. Uh, our providers, they do a really good job of, you know, oh, it's I'm a, sure it's, they it's do. A, I'm sure they're way more mature about it all than I would ever be. I'd be like, I'm not doing that. Well, I think there's, there's, there's kind of an art to, you know, getting to know the patient and you try to create uh, a comfortable environment yeah. for the patient. Uh, yeah. that's, that's comfortable and professional. And, and, uh, usually most of the men, you know, the first treatment is the most uncomfortable yeah, and, then, sure. and then you get, you get more comfortable and, and, and familiar with the treatment and whatnot. And, and actually that's where we get to learn a lot about our patients. A lot of the patients start to open up, you know, after that yeah. first treatment about what they're going through, what they're experiencing, mm-hmm. you know, why this is causing a problem for them. And, and, uh, and it's, it's funny, you know, we have a, you, you do a shim score before you come in and, and What's every, that? What's a so shim? it's basically a shim score. It's just a, it's a score. There's a series of questions, and based off of how you answer those questions, we can kind of gauge the severity of the ED. And and uh, most of the men that'll come in, their score is high because they it's an embarrassing topic. And then mm-hmm. you start to do the treatment, get into that uh, they start to open up, and then and then those scores usually tend to mm. to really be lower. But that, um, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming today. And you were awesome, of course. Uh, I, I appreciate well, it. Thank you for having you're, me. You guys are doing a great job. Proud of what you're doing. You should be proud. Oh, I love that you. it's all family, too. That's, yeah, yeah. You guys no, should be really fun. proud yeah, of that. I like it. All right. Thanks, Josh. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you.